This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. अंग्रेज अपना लगान और न्यूज लॉन्ड्री अपना हफ्ता कभी नहीं छोड़ते आंधी आए तूफान आए सर कटे मुंडी उड़े वी शैल बी हेयर एवरी थर्सडे रिकॉर्डिंग हफ्ता सो दैट यू कैन गेट इट बाय सैटरडे बिकॉज इट टेक्स अस एन आवर टू एड द लिटिल और नो प्रोडक्शन वैल्यू दैट वी एड टू इट अडे एन आवर नहीं अडे अडे सॉरी डिड आई से एन आवर टाइम फ्लाइज व्हेन यू हैविंग फन ओ माय गॉड बट एंड यू बीन हैविंग अ लॉट ऑफ फन लेटली यस आई हैव बीन हैविंग अ लॉट ऑफ फन लेटली सो अम Let me introduce the panel before we get the headlines, and this is a very special hafta, and I shall explain why. I know it has nothing to do with the survey. Joining us from Chennai is Jayashree. Hi, Jayashree. Hi. In the studio, Raman sir. Hi. Mehraj. Hello. Manisha. Hi. And I'm Abhinandan Sekri. It is an entirely in-house news laundry team hafta. This is going to be Mehraj's last hafta for six months unless he makes time for us. Which seems unlikely because he is giving angles that I have to write dissertation. Vagera, I think he'll be. <laughs> he just wants to be uh-huh. incommunicado. So, Mehraj. He's going to London. He's going to London. So. He has won uh, some. Tell us what you have won, Mehraj. So it's a fellowship. He's been awarded one. नहीं होती fellowship is awarded. ठीक है हमारे life में जो भी है lottery होती है बहुत. So it's a fellowship at the Writers Institute for the Study of Journalism at Oxford University. Oh, fancy! Can't be Oxford. Tea and muffin in it. So I'll be uh, doing a project related to the media, a research project. Uh, the project is about decontentifying journalism. Okay. Basically, a lot of the stuff that goes up in the name of journalism is not, not journalism. journalism. It's content. So how do we get rid of that? So Mehraj has been awarded this fellowship. and he shall be going there for 6 months hopefully once in a while he can make time for us apparently it's a very intensive and exhaustive program so he will be very busy that's what he tells us for all you know mehraj mehma shema daru sharu can is agde se punjab se to jab jaate hain beta mehma shema daru sharu the reuters institute is also good friends of ours we've done a couple of events with them rasmus has often come so on so then we shall keep an eye on Meera, mehraj yeah. so mehraj good, good luck please do news laundry proud let people who meet you say oh my god if this is what products of news laundry are like all the rumors you heard about abhinandan sekri must be fake <laughs> So good luck have fun and it's wonderful having this hafta with the team of news laundry who are making us proud before he goes and on that note Jashri will give us the headlines and then we shall get into all the discussions that we have this week yeah today's headline i mean this week's headlines uh the it department conducted a survey of the offices of news click and news laundry in new delhi as many of you may know dang dang uh, dang i was questioned for 13 and a half hours they let me go at 12:45 at night and then uh, so the today's thursday and as of today the enforcement directorate is conducting a raid on the residence office and a children's home owned by harsh mandar who is an activist and retired ias officer yeah it's happening as we talk it's 1:17 in the afternoon right now thursday the 16th of september one day before modi ji's birthday it's his right. birthday tomorrow this is the anticipation of birthday celebrations so exciting uh, but mandar is not in delhi at the moment Uh, similarly, after Sonu Sood's offices in Mumbai and a company in Lucknow linked to him were raided by the Income Tax Department. That too was a survey, I believe. All right, so uh, it was surveyed by hmm. the Income Tax Department. The Tamil Nadu government has formally withdrawn five thousand five hundred and seventy cases registered against those who peacefully protested against the farm laws and the Citizenship Amendment Act. They've also withdrawn some cases that were filed against the media. Uh, Punch Janya, which is a magazine, has attacked Infosys on. Glitches on its income tax portal. However, the RSS has distanced itself from 
the article in question not just the article in the beginning i think the rss brisson itself from the publication only at least the indian express i had reported that rss says it is not our mouthpiece i mean i don't no, know since it's not their mouthpiece it's an rss associated Punch magazine Punch and organizer Are have been magazine? known as their as mouthpiece their, yeah, affiliations. Like for many many yeah, many but, years i mean it's it's so suddenly to say are ye to hamari magazine thode kya baat kar rahe ho i remember ki baat kar rahe ho reporting way back in 89 90 we have used to quote it as rss mouthpiece and it has always been i, yes. th- I think but this time they just went too and far and the publisher i don't know if that's still the case but for a long time the publisher of organizer was the publisher of the indian express the goinkas ha so finance minister nirmala sitaraman also said it was not right at all what panchanya said about infosys Uh, Ford Motor is going to close its manufacturing plants in India after a loss of two billion dollars. This follows the exit of General Motors and Harley Davidson. This is strange news, but the Delhi police has se- police has seen a conspiracy in the rise of tractor sales. This is to substantiate its allegation about the Republic Day violence by a section of farm protesters, which it calls a conspiracy. So they have a deep-rooted, well-orchestrated conspiracy. So all the spike in tractor sales, which the economic, you know. commentators of the government were celebrating see we are it's it's a double it's a it's it's a what v shaped recovery auto sales are recovering police is saying no no they are recovering because of no, no. a how, conspiracy not because of economy listen how can you be really so 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 dumb i mean <laughs> you see you see something that there is an increase okay in december you know more struck for establishing a conspiracy first of all the accused you look need to look at the number of accused and you need to see who is buying these tractors okay you have the entire list so you you further go on the ground you find out if the uh, sunil kumar bought 100 tractors and he, and he put you know all those 100 tractors bearing these numbers for uh, attacking the delhi so if you if you say something like this one can understand but you have nothing you uh, you just look at co- cause and correlation par ek joke hai main sunata hu during hafta ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, the halahabad high court has stayed the order for the second time to suspend dr kafil khan hmm. uh, this incidentally if those of you don't remember dr kafil khan was the person that the yogi government cracked down on uh, because he had spoken up about the condition of the hospitals and the, the first initially when the first time the deaths took place right uh, of children uh, of children uh, and uh, the oxygen problem yes and he had spoken uh, at the media rumble also on the witch hunt against him tata sons has submitted a bid to acquire state owned carrier air india the founder of private airline spicejet has also reportedly submitted a bid but he has not confirmed this hmm. bhupendra patel takes oath as the 17th chief minister of gujarat yes there has been a change leadership change there too so that's karnataka gujarat Uttarakhand. Uh, any other chief minister changes happening? There was speculation that Himachal Pradesh. Himachal Pradesh. Would, but Pradesh. the chief minister said, "No, no, I came to Delhi just to meet him." Basically, any chief minister of BJP state comes to Delhi. Yeah, ये तो गया. पता कट गया. हाँ. The Tamil Nadu Assembly has cleared a bill to exempt the state from NEET (NEET). The BJP, however, staged a walkout, but it was supported by the opposition ADMK. Chief Minister Alkanath has said that only those who said "Abba Jan" got rations till 2017. When he got flagged for it, I think he also asked whether "abajan" is an unparliamentary word. Yes, we shall be discussing. Just like this. Amish Devgan also asked, "Is Shabd ne kya kharabi hai?" It's really shocking, man. The level, the, the caliber of people in the news and wow. governance. I mean, in an embarrassment for India, the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights criticized the Indian government's misuse of the UAPA. It also pointed at what's happening in Jammu and Kashmir. Hmm. The 
black com- communication blackouts and so on uh, norm macdonald a comedian and saturday night live alum has died at 61 he reportedly died due to cancer right thank quite you quite young yeah quite Steve young quite so young. so um, was he active though I mean, was he still doing SNL? No, not that I know of. But why we have included this in the headlines, in case you're wondering, because it's not such a significant headline, uh, is because a lot of Indian journalists and commentators, etc., were tweeting about him because he really displayed a lot of spine. You know, back in the day when he was told by networks, "Don't make jokes on this," he would make, and then he would be, fi- you know, he was fired. Like at some award, he made that OJ joke uh, with all the NFL players sitting there. when you know oj simpson was acquitted so i don't i don't know there's some award ceremony was happening and he said that he named some player let's say that player's name was x and mr x who has set a record in uh, the defensive plays i don't know much about american football but something which cannot be matched unless you count oj simpson uh, no unless he kills his wife and or some shit like that he said so he is really pushing the envelope and why i put this is that a lot of indian journalists are celebrating this spine spine who have displayed no spine in their lives some like self awareness 0 on 10 i have a couple of announcements to make one is we have two nlsn projects by the way guys um on friday when the quote unquote survey took place saturday sunday monday we such saw such a spike in subscriptions thank you so much i think in just two days we got about 15 lakh and i think in three and a half or four days we got about 24 lakh so if that's what it takes then I'm guessing you guys are going to make sure that our, uh, you know, our office is like repaired. Serviet. We don't have we don't have seepage coming in, and everybody here is rewarded adequately for that. मुझे शायद जेल जाना पड़ेगा. तो मेरे भाई और बहनों इतना वेट मत करो. वो अगर चला गया और आपने सपोर्ट किया बहुत थैंक यू. लेकिन you don't have to wait for such eventualities because independent media. is more important than even independent politicians i was thinking about this today and very honestly someone told me someone ka naresh bhaiya politics join karo aise aapko chhodenge nahi maine kaha kyun that means if someone fucks you the only option is i said no honesty in news is more important than honesty in politics because there is inevitably not going to be honesty in politics there won't be you still have a chance of staying honest in news there there's no chance no chance no matter how good true, your intentions true, true. So don't have to wait for such things to happen before you guys spike the subscriptions. Thank you. Uh, those of you who are concerned that oh, they'll have my data when they you know copied the data from my laptop, my phone, uh, which in my view is illegal. You cannot take my personal data. I don't have all your subscription data, but the accounts computers do. Since News Laundry started in 2012, we have total about 30,000 emails of people who've subscribed at some point or the other. you know many of them subscribed earlier don't some change so we have those emails addresses uh, and the subscription periods we don't have your full names we don't have your credit card details all that is with the payment gateway we don't run payment gateways that's a separate vendor it just provides us that service so some of you did ask yaar mera detail to nahi hoga they are not after you they're after me they're after us they're after news laundry so you don't have to worry and uh, No, we don't keep your full names and credit card details. That only the payment gateway keeps, which uh, data is not provided even to the people who they provide that service to. And then, uh, so thank you for the NLC and our projects. There's a lot of contributions. If you can top both of them up this week, it'll be fantastic. We have one on the Kashmir ki kahani, the updated story. Those of you who contribute to that will also get a physical copy of the first print of Kashmir ki kahani and the Maharashtra monsoon flooding 
and the complications why the environmental aspects of it the governance aspects of it the corruption aspects of it why it is every year in fact raman sir's uh, journalists are already on the ground pratik and uh, tanishka have already proceeded and have started work because we are so confident you guys are going to top up that nl sena project so you have to go to newslaundry.com click on the sena button and contribute also uh, we have the media rumble coming up from the 22nd to the 25th of september that week there may not be nuisance manisha we'll have to cuz this it's going to be a very busy week for production so heartbreaking <laughs> yeah she's thrilled kaam se bache my god i will let she will be planning chutti now <laughs> so, no no we'll make her do some sessions with vidya rambu do we have a skit this week also yes they have yeah, a skit. happy birthday skit oh last one was modi ji's birthday last one was just on another level so our speaker lineup is amazing do check it out we have some fantastic speakers from india and abroad you have to go to www.themediarumble.com i repeat www.themediarumble.com the link is going to be in the show notes below so you can click there and please register uh, so that you can block your time for whichever sessions you want to attend i think we have about 20 sessions 20 or 24 sessions so do check them out anything everything from governance to privacy to journalism to um, to cartoons we have fantastic panel this year which i'm really looking forward to to humor and cartoons in in uh, journalism telling stories i'm doing stories. one on media trial with disha ravi the oh, toolkit yes. gang member there's going to be disha uh, ravi the so, toolkit gang member and the tablighi jamaat lawyer and conversation with manisha kaveri and one more person yeah so we have fantastic stuff happening mayank not one more person mayank so to join us on that uh, so let's start with you really want to start with the the, yeah. the survey and not it's the news neat. of the week man You were all over TV. Neat <laughs> affects a lot more people. Your picture. <laughs> Neat affects a lot more people. So, sir has just said, "Fuck off." We don't want Neat to listen. Neat affects a lot more people. Sir, laundry also affects. <laughs> okay, then. Okay, we'll come to this discussion later about the survey, what happened, and uh, what, how this. And I also want to discuss this in context of last week. Harish had written a letter saying that, you know, law enforcement agencies in US are as corrupt or. malleable or i mean it's the same in india and there so i have some insights now which i'd like to share but jayshree tell us about neat why is this a big deal and why is it become such a political hot potato and everyone can give their two bits and in fact next week we'll have a doctor on this because we have a lot of doctors who are also subscribers so our wonderful producer lippy will make sure we get a doctor at least for 15 20 minutes who can put some insight Uh, give some insight on this yeah jashree all yours okay so neat is the national common entrance examination for medical courses it's predominantly it's prepared by the cbse so it's predominantly based on the cbse syllabus now the thing is that the cbse syllabus is very different from the tamil nadu state board and i think this is true of many state syllabi that it is quite different from the cbse and tamil nadu's issue would need dates back to like 2016 17 So basically, there have been a spate of suicides of young students who are scoring very well in their state board exams in Tamil Nadu, but are unable to crack NEET. And these are usually students from poorer backgrounds, who are from scheduled castes or Dalit backgrounds, and whose parents are often daily wagers who cannot afford to really get them into coaching class. So it's always been a political issue, especially because it's driven by issues of social justice and also public health. So the Tamil Nadu government had set up a committee to sort of look into this. So the Justice A K Rajan committee said that NEET is not an equitable method of admission. It undermines diverse representation. It favors affluent groups, and they also said it's bad for the healthcare system in Tamil Nadu because 
what happens is if affluent students crack neat 70% of them choose to work in private uh, private hospitals whereas students from more diverse backgrounds are usually set, usually opt to work at primary health centers which is also why tamil nadu has a very robust public health system so the other committee that was set up to look into it found that over the past 4 years admissions of tamil medium school students once neat was imposed has dropped from 14.88% to just 1.9%. However, the share of English wow. medium students yes. has shot up dramatically. I think it's gone from 84 to about 98%. So there are very clear indicators that NEET is skewed against students from disadvantaged backgrounds. Also, only 2.1% of students who get admission in medical colleges can afford to take coaching classes. So basically, so it's a combination. Non-English Sorry? speakers, non-English speakers are a huge disadvantage. Yeah, so it's a combination, and all and the students who have died by suicide recently, they've all scored very well in their state board marks. But when they try to take NEET, they fail because they're competing against students from across the country who are from privileged backgrounds, who have better standards of education in many cases, and who have access to pay for coaching classes which is and as we all know coaching classes are a racket i mean they charge you lakhs and lakhs and lakhs lakhs just Go to crack to one and exam so it's a terrible thing and this is something that unites the dmk and the admk so when the dmk said it was so when the dmk said it was pushing this bill it knew it had the admk's full support but what i also want to point out is that this doesn't mean that now neet will not exist in tamil nadu because it now needs the bill now needs president's approval and they've done this in the past so i think a bill was brought in in 2017 and at the time they didn't get the president's approval and in 2016 jalalta had written to modi saying tamarnad wants to be exempted from the meet but she never got a response that was in her favor so we'll have to see what happens next because while this is a big step it isn't it's the first of many many steps that may not actually lead to neat not existing in the state right so oh, and simultaneously also there is a pil uh, that's being heard in the madras high court uh, on moving education from the concurrent list back to the state list and i think that's an important thing as well so just so that i'm clear from 14 to 1% is just a sheer steep like it's you're completely removing so, one so the, this bill basically proposes that in Uh, medical colleges in Tamil Nadu, they will and dental institutions and dental institutions. They will take the marks of the state board, and even if you haven't taken NEET, but those, but that will not be true for other parts of the country. Am I right? That's yeah. what the bill. And the bill has to be signed by the president. And don't the state board exam? They will have their own examination system. Fair enough, but. Yeah. but the president need not sign an assembly bill right just the governor's approval it this needs is, which is education also education is in the concurrent, concurrent list. list it is concurrent okay. oh, list right, so right, right. i think it needs so it, presidential it needs assent president as well uh, for it to go ahead i see because it's challenging a uh, central law i see so earlier jashri they used to write the exams in the in tamil also right now they don't do ah, that is that right you can take it in tamil uh, but i think it's a bit like the iits right like what you've done with iit that once you finish your 12th you give a common entrance test to enter those institutes so that is essentially what neat is it's just the difference that earlier students were taken in co- these courses based on their 12th standard marks now that doesn't matter they have to take an entrance exam but you can take the entrance exam in uh, english hindi assamese bengali gujarati kannada malayalam marathi odia punjabi tamil telugu and urdu no there was another 11 regional languages there was another problem the edu- the medical education it was just going haywire anybody who had got a good piece of land they were just starting the medical institutions hmm. like it happened in andhra pradesh in andhra pradesh the reddy's jagan jagan reddy's father 
he used to be the chief minister so he gave a promise that you vote for me and i will ensure that your children will become uh, either doctor or engineer because in in south is a very big thing in andhra pradesh in particular they every child wants to be a doctor and every child so what happens and he said he is going to give the free education okay now what happened uh, this i i was with first post at that time and i had done that survey so he won when he won immediately the politicians they built medical educations and engineering educations and anybody who got 40% 50% they got admission for the uh, you know medical education or engineer whatever you want to become and free of cost okay and the government was paying that money to the politicians from the state coffer each child say is if it is going to cost say 4 lakh 5 lakh 6 lakh so they were directly paying to the politician so i mean the state money was going to this uh, you know so so the standard had gone really down so that was perhaps the reason that uh, you know they they thought of instituting neat just to ensure that the medic the the level of education should not go down i think the disadvantage this is basically a disadvantage of the state boards versus cbsc ah. because state board doesn't prepare you for those national yeah. entrance exams i'm sure even if you look at data for iits possibly maximum number of kids who get through are from cbsc or mm. from icsc i doubt if state board kids are you know and also and then, but even tuitions. there like i like i went to a cbsc school where a majority of students who applied for the iits got in but that's also because they were doing coaching classes ah, of course, from yeah. on top of that coaching yeah, with so that uh, they were they were literally prepared for years to take this exam and they, and you they just, also drop out for a year a lot of students you know uh, yeah. have the luxury to drop out for that one year and only prepare for the exam but i feel this committee's report which has come out in tamil nadu i think that should be the basis of uh, you know reviewing the entire and what system do you do again. to bring the state boards even if you ha. want to have a common national ha. entrance test right i mean you can't skew it to such a level that state yes. board guys have no yes. option at yes. all and then again especially when they will also be working in their states and the you other know, states, then you'll also need also to sort of homogenize state boards across states right because which isn't something that i see happening anytime soon no not homogenize it but bring it to a level which is in terms of what they're studying i mean there no, uh, there are basics that they not the languages but also no, subjects there's, there's one aspect that um you know when we are setting papers even if you can take it in your own language the state where the where your regular exam is taken your textbooks etc in are in tamil right so now when or whatever your language is now when the cbsc is setting it do they have enough of those books in translated into those local languages that's a very important aspect that is what we need to look at that while you can take the exam in your language the information that is going to be asked is that information available in my language like i remember i i met this really inspiring guy uh, his name is ranjit pratap singh he is the founder of a website called pratilipi it was just hindi stories now i think they have many languages and i heard a talk of his he's from i think fatehpur uh, in a small village near fatehpur and he like he's from like rural rural india and he said basically i could only read hindi and ever since internet came on his phone he said i read there was nothing for me to read because he used to read so much there was nothing left for me to read in hindi on the internet was all english i'm talking like 10 11 mm. years ago so he started writing stories of pratilipi is one of the largest you know stories he says because there was nothing in my language so is the information they are asking available in the oh, language while well, you can take the True. exam 
but the information i'm asking you is that even available so that is one aspect that one really needs to look at like you know i, I remember i had once visited the blind school and i said you know a really bright kid i, I met him he said he said one of the biggest problems is that he had you know read a lot of stuff but not indian Uh, literature because they're not available he said uh, i said wow that's amazing he had but he read more than me yeah and he was blind but i said it's but how is most of your reading not he said because the indian authors are not available in braille no one's no one's bothered to translate them whereas they've translated those so that that, that is an aspect that one really needs to look at but uh, but i think education should be a state subject i do think yeah. say the country as diverse as india state is anyway i think more equipped to look at so there's been uh, i mean there's been uh, research showing that standardized tests like have a lot of flaws and especially in a country which is so this diverse as india that's i think a really bad idea and plus all the states have their own sort of needs and when it comes to healthcare when it comes to education and the kind of education they have primary education secondary education so all those things you can only consider when you have input from those states from the from local input which is not always possible to have in a very national this overarching exam also i i feel like when you're talking about preparing um, students for neet like state board students for that i think i mean for tamil nadu it already has a system that works in which it has one of the lowest school dropout rates it also has one of the highest gross enrollment rates in higher education meaning that most students who finish high school will get into higher educational institutes and tamil nadu's average is i think twice as high as the indian national average so when it already is a system working here why insert a standardized test that we don't even know whether it has any merit to complicate a process so on the curriculum bit that you were talking about this is one of the things that uh, neet uh, the critics of neet say that it's entirely based on cbse curriculum and state boards don't have access to that curriculum but i do think look i think all of us are cbsc maybe mehraj you want state board. state board i do see why cbsc board is important i think in terms of curriculum i do think you need kids to be exposed to something more than what their state boards are giving them in I terms know, of when, local know how we were in school we used to look down on cbsc we are icsc kids oh god so oh. we were so we, <laughs> we were, were like shakespeare so, in ninth to cbsc wale ho chiche so i do think hum se baat mat karo hum mehraj ke sath baat kare cup of tea and muffin mehraj to state board se tum log tum log chai piyo ab to ab to oxford ja raha hai na probably the worst state board in the entire like region मुझे I thought it was a word. It was "sasse ala fas, sasse ala fas." Punjabi karan nahi. So, some CBSE wala ye sab sophistication hi janta. No, but coming back uh, to my point, so. I do think state boards, if not homogenized, you do need to introduce curriculums that match CBSE. I don't think it's fair that some of our kids are not don't have access to. Sometimes you know, people say that state boards are more uh, rigorous and difficult, and more rigorous. स्टेट गवर्नमेंट सॉरी द स्टेट गवर्नमेंट 
some chief ministers like something so they'll change it you know the whole stories that come out of what west bengal is teaching what gujarat is teaching right, in terms right, of history right. so i do think there should be some effort made to have a curriculum that is at oh, par nationally and internationally uh, if, if there's it's a not uniformity but uh, a standard that all kids must have access but to but that's a fundamental problem of education in this country i mean especially primary education it's never been given the like, the importance and the yeah we are uh, all about higher needs. education yeah. So that, that is Nehru's true, vision yeah. mostly. He did. The primary education is the most important thing. So um, <clears throat> hopefully we'll have a clearer discussion on this. I think more than a half that this deserves a let's talk about. Hmm. Uh, we should do one on on need because it does impact so many people. Uh, on that And note, kids committing suicide. Yeah, I mean this is also one of the reasons why it's been in news. There are lots of children who, out of fear of failing, hmm. have killed themselves. In fact, so. I watched the first episode of this show on Netflix called Kota uh, Factory, which is wow. about you know Achha. this factory in kotas which is just churning out that. that is a yeah it's known for its it, i mean i wasn't thrilled with the one episode i'll give it one more episode let's see awful and awesome ke liye dekhna padega but hopefully we'll have a little more detail on this uh, maybe an explainer i mean although there are enough explainers out there i mean we need to see what we can do to add more value to this discourse uh, so just one more appeal before we move on to the next news maker for the week which is the surveys uh <clears throat> do subscribe to news laundry pay to keep news free because we would also like to expand into other languages uh, we have been toying with the idea of one southern language and one language from the north uh, hopefully by end of this year early next year i hope we can do it because the idea is that news laundry in 4 5 years should have like six languages and imagine what an achievement it would be that without ads without you know any sort of you know sarkari support to have that kind of footprint and that can't be done without you guys i mean for us to come this far and to change the news narrative you know one thing i'll tell you as discuss i'm quite certain many of these the scrutiny this is the second time the tax visitors came the first time i didn't make it public i said i'll cooperate you know i don't want to make a big deal because i don't want to make it seem that i'm playing victim fine you have some check you want 400 documents we give them 400 documents they came and asked for the same documents again oh, bhai hamara bhi budget is stationary ka yaar matlab hamara pura cartridge hi khatam ho gaya yaar you know so but i think genuinely there's a disbelief in the power corridors ki how the hell are they running how do they go and report inko ad milta nahi to kahan se aa raha hai paisa jo arnab keh raha tha who the hell is giving them money to, to, they don't have a they, business they, model they, they can't believe it they actually don't believe it subscribers they actually think ki bhai kahin se na nikku ka connection hai wo raat ko dubai se jaake gold lata hai kuch aisa have you bought a tractor lately <laughs> nahi lately maine tractor nahi khareeda so <laughs> So I think there is so uh, we hopefully will be doing that so do spread the word tell others to subscribe and pay to keep news free because until we reclaim news uh, all of us together as a public service uh, it will be cornered by yogi ads and uh, modi ji's uh, birthday celebrations on television and the kind of people who claim to be journalists that you no, see on television Let me also add that we will be really become very strong uh, if we have uh, you know one channel in south and another in northern i mean we'll have a very good network of reporters so we will be getting lots of reports from the regions yes so hopefully that should happen now coming to the surveys so sonu sood uh, and properties associated with him in bombay yeah, and lucknow you keep talk more everyone else but you at sabka bolte hain acha jab when i talk about myself ye sabse zyada taane marti hai oh really but humble but this is when you actually you have humble? something to say about someone told you you are humble Really, you are soft-spoken. So Someone self, told you are soft-spoken. Ourselves, actually, because I'm also part of news laundry. So basically, okay, I'll just tell. Half the listeners who are, should get an insight into who are. So, Unchar. 
सिटिंग uh in the office and uh, i forget what i was i think i was supposed to send an email regarding um uh, the media rumble only to someone the gentleman came in they were very i must say at least the officers from the it department they were extremely professional and courteous although they did tell me that i can't speak to a lawyer and i have to give my data which is not entirely true now that i find out but they were courteous uh, they sat here till uh, 12:30 in fact i was feeling a little bad for them by the end of it क्योंकि मेरे घर पे कौन है वो तो बीवी बच्चे वाले होंगे उनके घर पे समन मस्ट बी वेटिंग सो दे हैड टू सिट इट ट्वेल्व फोर्टी फाइव एट नाइट सो दे वे फॉर अबाउट थर्टीन आवर्स आई वाज आस्क क्वेश्चंस अबाउट हु फंड्स यूज लॉन्ड्री हु आर द शेयर होल्डर्स एट्सेट्रा एट्सेट्रा आई गेव ऑल द आंसर आई गेव दम ट्रूथफुली एंड देन दे जस्ट टुक यू नो सम एवरी वन हुज हेयर इंक्लूडिंग इंटर्न हुर लिल रैटल said is this normal i said no <laughs> 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 so their phones were taken and uh, you know their phones were all collected uh, they didn't take any data from their phones they said you cannot use your phones and after three or four hours their phones were given back they went back to work but i wasn't allowed to leave office and uh, i wasn't allowed to use my phone laptop etc so yeah that's what happened i i so and I, were I, you the only one till the end i was the only one till the end till uh, naresh night. was saying i will not leave until you leave etc i was like chill out i'm fine रमाकांतर में ही काफी हैं। so so no every were they asking you questions for the entire time or just sitting no no the questions uh, there are a lot of documents you have to give you know they want like three uh, three years worth of um uh, all the payments we've made so not three right. years worth of payments you know from the phone bill to biscuits we've ordered to payments we've made to freelancers that's a lot of printouts yeah so between questions and printouts so and did you give the printouts or you said that you printouts we gave printouts they had also got extra paper from their side also they come prepared but and then finally the hash value that wasn't given to me when they i got that the next day i gave an application and i got also my statement please explain what a hash value is so a hash value is when For they take data from your phone and from your laptop so that nothing later is planted onto that data yeah this is supposed to be in your code basically it's like that, a and that tells you exactly how much data exists on your devices in what form how much in images so if there's any change in that it's basically the, yeah. a seal kind of they a give thing you a sim card uh, no they they give it's basically a print out with all that coded codes there so that it can be matched with relevant machines later so if anything is planted on his uh, laptop or mobile you can get to know so in the bhima koregaon cases notably ah. they were not given hash values and then later on they said we found this plot to kill prime minister on rona wilson's so, laptop uh, only concern is if they may be a little shocked at the language that i use in whatsapp messaging to my friends and family and others but if they will listen to hafta they won't be surprised <laughs> 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 but 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 uh, Uh, the difference in a survey and a uh, and a raid is that in a survey they can make copies of whatever they're investigating in a raid they can actually take that stuff so this time they took the copies of files in a raid they can take the file in a survey they have to make copy of the data in a raid they can just take the machine that's a difference in the raid and a survey basically it's just an orwellian difference there's Haan. no difference yeah it's all. not significant yeah. in any yeah. significant way so now i want to come to you know the discussion <clears throat> and last time we 
had an email regarding that a letter from our uh, subscriber Harish Ayer who said that I'm too harsh on Indian politicians and Indian police that they are too corrupt it's just like that in America as well which I disagreed with is not even close and someone has written an email regarding that and I'll just read out that email although we usually read emails in the end but it's something we can just discuss that how like institutions and you know I uh, and I just want to add one more thing here and then I'll you know let you guys take it from there and give your views one thing that I do feel bad for and is the individual officers you see not all eight people who come here are evil people wanting to take over and they are just most of them in fact are yeah, not they have taken an exam they are extremely they've you know they've cracked an exam and as i'm you know getting to know things a little more i'm i'm subject to it in different ways like you know i spoke to ashok lavasa and there are people who who are just there doing their job and and that the only thing that i find that is as powerful at making social mobility happen other than sport is actually government jobs because yeah. some of the people who i've speak to you know because now we've had two slash summons slash surveys etc so you know between 8 10 12 people you speak with you realize some of these guys come from backgrounds which i mean i cannot even imagine you know i think it's sad that 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 politicians are misusing are misusing that kind of social mobility it is such it is as powerful as sport man nothing else can you business cannot give you that social mobility even hollywood can't even sorry bollywood can't yeah although you get a lot of you know people but that generation is gone it happened after partition so yeah i think even dilip kumar and devanand belong to pretty good families yes yes raj kapoor family of course were pretty crorepatis in their own right so that the few and far between like rajinikanth and all but even bollywood cannot give you the social mobility that government exams can and then for what which is you know it's sad to survey us so, so anyway so, so, so that's my rant in this country the way power operates i mean essentially stems from the caste system so how how people like what uh, decides your social mobility or your economic mobility is rooted in how power works in the society so in this case for example like you said in bollywood even even in sports if you are a, even even a small government official you have that power over people and that power of people that again when i was talking about the education system for example it's how the education system is structured why people run after like being doctors and engineers and even like so much pressure that even kill themselves one of the reasons is that because these are now regarded as like the which in, back in the day was sort of the priestly class right so the government job the doctor the engineer the i mean the whatever the maybe a scientist but that no longer i mean what they have done with the icmr and everything no longer applies so this is now the the uh, the priestly class which has power over people and that from that power stems one obviously the economic sort of the heft they get and also the social mobility so that is an important factor which kind of drives this yeah point taken i i mean it it is a power equation in any context and that you're saying doesn't change significantly no matter where you go and also the other point you were saying about these being like all good people i mean that's obviously i'm well, sure not all but yeah i mean yeah i mean people. that's certainly true but the problem with that is i mean that's the definition of banality of evil no but the institution so all the what the idea of banality evil is that these people who participate in these things most of them are good people like mm. the it's a saying is that the good germans made for the best nazis they were good to their kind to their families good to their neighbors but mm. they didn't hesitate like in killing other people hmm. and that is as a defense that i am just doing my job that was 
like outrightly rejected at the Nuremberg sure. trials again during the Rwanda trials mm. that that's not an excuse you were just doing the job that doesn't matter you are as guilty as the person who was ordering you to do the job but as as uh, institutions go uh, you know there are institutions in the country which have stood the test of time at various times ramesh so what makes you what what makes some stand and some don't for example now the election commission is coming under a lot of fire but there was a time when every other institution you know during the early during the 80s 90s i don't think anybody had any faith in police it ed but election commission somehow they did like how does it insulate or for example even when i went to mkss rai motilal nehru school of sports i wonder when they'll change that name by the way mnss rai is a i mean the, the facilities there are phenomenal the fees is very low once you crack that even if you have a poor family you get a sports facility you get a turf ground you get olympic pools you get great food which even you know a school like dune cannot match but yet i believe their pool doesn't work although it's run on state funds it's not a it's not a private school it's run on state funds you know haryana cultural sport but that works on merit how is it that some some survive some don't how why does it happen i think i will just given an example that how in the end uh, specially i mean after 2014 people are falling in line see i being a reporter we used to have a very good network of uh, you know sources uh, which we developed you know over a period of time so i remember how they worked before 2014 there is of course i mean sources are very sacrosanct for us but they used to come and they used to give informations to us they were not so afraid of you know getting uh, of their superiors and they uh, they were a kind of whistleblowers for us you know they used to tell what is going wrong uh, you know in their uh, organization and we were also able to make a difference between you know who is trying to plant a story and who is just giving uh, you know uh, information that information you can in public interest hmm. okay so we used to make all and those and it could friends. just be a lead that you can then ah. work on and find more after on. 2014 i had been dealing with the same sources and uh, then i found that one such source gives me a huge information and uh, i Um, what information i got everything i mean i got documents everything and on the basis of that we did a story here and uh, just to protect the source source we also keep the names of the writers you know whatever hmm. you know that so but after that uh, in this government what the minister did everybody they moved uh, moved them they replaced them uh, no not just replace sending throwing them to south throwing them to basically sending uh, them Northeast. to inconvenient ha, postings ha, mm-hmm. or or making them sit at home okay i mean this is the way they did so what i'm saying what i'm trying to say that people so now institutionals i mean they are just trying to save their jobs i feel uh, i don't think there's uh, i can't think of any institutions in india today that still hold much faith like for me the police holds none at all because i mean i think even if there are you know a few good men people just doing their jobs people who took this up because they just really want to make ends meet but then the problem with it is as an institution i think there was a great report that came out in uh, maybe 2 years ago which said how um, i think 85% of uttar pradesh's police force 
disbelieves any complaint that is filed under the SCST Act. 85% of the force thinks that cases filed under those acts are false or misleading. And this stems from the fact that Uttar Pradesh is one of the states that does not, uh, it hasn't fulfilled its recruitment requirements of police officers from Dalit backgrounds. So when you're already equipped with a force that is this skewed, I don't think you can expect much from them. On the raid itself, I think, I mean, what is the job of a raid, of raid or a survey? It is to make the functioning of a newsroom a more fearful enterprise. And Pegasus is like the secret way to do it. This is an open way to do it. And you have no real meaningful data protection laws in our country at all. So the fact that you think your phone can be seized and or reviewed, it's a scary, it's a scary thing. And also, I think a couple of days ago, this former Hong Kong minister had warned, uh, he was talking to youngsters, and he warned them that India is a democracy where people disregard the law. So the Indian consulate got really angry and pushed back and said, how could he say such a thing? Because he described India as a place where you would be unlikely to want to live in. But this is what we've become. I mean, we call ourselves the world's greatest democracy, the world's biggest democracy, but India is rapidly becoming the wrong sort of metaphor, which is what the India Cable had described it as, and it's true. Just the mere conducting of elections regularly does not make a democracy. Right. So I think we had I think we had this discussion last time. Yes, yes, we did. About, there are many, many yeah. factors that make how robust you are. So yeah, I mean, I do find that the comparison that we are as good or bad as any Western democracy, I I, I can't I can't get my head around that. Manisha, you have any views on this subject? I think what is really disturbing, and that is one of the characteristics of this government. So we know media organizations have been raided before, troubled before, Vinod Mehta's outlook, you know, famously. Newspapers have had. But the blatant nature in which the Modi government has done, uh, used ED, used income tax, and it's so blatant. Like you can tell every day. You know, someone says something. I mean, Maharashtra elections before that, the, you know, cases on Pawar. The cases on Sharad Pawar and then it just suddenly disappears. Cases on Mamta Banerjee's nephew, uh, you know, uh, and then suddenly it's gone. Mm. And what is scary about this is that what happens over time is that people, like, look at us talking about income tax, police, institutions, is that you just lose faith and you plant a doubt. And now all sides, whether you believe in the government or you don't believe in the government, you vote for them or you don't vote for them, there's a complete distrust in institutions. And when there's that vacuum, then you have these power elites like, you know, political fixers what, what do you call them not even like elites they're just political mafias hmm. that take over and then there's there's nothing right or wrong then na? everything is just about what you believe in so it's there's just, nothing to then everything tr- is politics then there's nothing and, to trust no and also and I think that's it, very scary for and the, the morale of people who have joined to actually try to work the morale of your team is finished here you know and i'm not talking about i'm news laundries our morale is as high as it will ever be I'm talking about, you know, Sarkari. Yes, Sarkari. Sar- they're Sarkari. like, dude, is this what we signed up for? No, and it's a waste of their time also. Like you said, they've, you know, cleared an exam. They're educated. They probably know a thing or two about their department more than the politician who will say, kuch nikalo iske baare mein kuch ke lao. And they're also doing this. So it's Not that uh, Enforcement Directorate, ED, was very efficient before 2014. But all that I'll say, that just, track the cases that the ED has done in its lifetime. I mean, Congress has also used them politically mm. several times. Okay, but but the way this government is using ED uh, it's like is absolutely reody, reody yeah. See, look, Congress went after dissidents, but this government is not even going, they're going after left, right yeah. and center. You yes. say anything 
I mean, personally, I also wonder what has News Laundry done which could irk them so. Honestly, as I mean, reports are all based on facts, on ground reporting, basic things that journalists do. None of our do. reports have been. They're not conjecture, yeah. document based or ground reporting. Ground reporting is what you're seeing, yeah. What people are saying. Fine, we do a bit of satire. But I think that is that is because they're not. No, used but to that is going into the question of what is this government choosing to believe? The government is claiming that we beat the second wave before. The government has claimed so many things. So, whether it is fact or fiction is almost irrelevant because. Hmm. Anything that sort of punctures the image that has been built is the problem. Anything which is. doesn't become part of their narrative, if you are yeah. not part of their, you will be. But raised. that is serious Russia level. Yeah, that, that insecurity, is, uh, man. Yeah, that is different. And, but <laughs> it's not. And I'm not surprised because yeah. I think a lot of these people do actually think that if you go against us, you are evil. Yeah. I I don't think they have lived in a world where it is possible to disagree and coexist. To your and I feel like when you're saying who has faith in these public institutions, like so the people who have who have faith in the government have faith in these institutions. So you'll have sections of people saying, "Oh my God, like raids and surveys, they're terrible. It's intimidation. It's a threat. Whatever." Then you'll have people saying, "Oh, why? What are these people being raided or surveyed trying to hide? If you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear." No. So there's always there will always exist a section that will have faith because for them this props up what the government is telling you. Uh, to your question, why the same institutions one day they are like robust, another day they are gone? I think there are fundamentally two things that affect that. One is people. Institutions are people. If you have good people in good institutions, they'll work. If you aren't, because institution is just like a it's just there it's just a building it's just a name the people you put in there i mean for example look at the supreme court you just put two people there and it's gone election commission you put a couple of people ed every agency other thing more important thing i think is uh, i mean in a very in very simplistic terms is the mood of the society at a particular time when after soon after independence there was this mood not just in india it was like a the worldwide phenomenon that we had to believe in social justice we have to ensure that colonialism was the thing of the past we had to work for the benefit of the people secularism was a good thing because of obviously a lot of factors what had happened before that world war 2 nazism and all kinds of things so that created a mood where for even like say 20 years ago if there was say a lynching of a muslim even if there would there would be outrage even if it's a phony outrage there would be outrage even if the police are just pretending to investigate they would at least investigate now that mood has changed everything goes because now i mean from that experiment in democracy what you have right now is electoral majoritarianism for Defending all practical the purposes indefensible is the is a very new phenomenon like Why? you because know inefficiencies like you said are were always there but yeah defending to that level is because say if in for example in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s you could be a communal bigot leader bureaucrat whatever but that had a price you may be not rise up the ranks there would be a complaint you would be called you might not get would not be accepted now it's the other way around that is currency in news it's currency in fact you know let me fact, just like that segues into the whole abba jaan thing and how it was exactly. played up on news so I mean, yogi ji said this bolo beno sabka saath har garib ko sochale kya sochale dene mein kisi ka chehra dekha gaya nahi har garib ko राशन मिलना होगा ना आप लोगों को राशन मिलना है मिलना है राशन क्या ये राशन 2017 के पहले भी मिलता था क्योंकि तब तो अब्बा जान कहने वाले राशन हजम कर जाते थे सो इफ यू जस्ट इंडल्ज मी आई थिंक आई मीन बेटर देन ऑल ऑफ अस कैन से दिस फैज हैज अ 
poem about this which is like encapsulates all of this the rage the mood of the society it's a long one i'll just read a couple of the verses chali hai rasm ke koi na sar utha ke chale jo koi chahne wala tawaf ko nikle nazar chura ke chale jismo jaan bacha ke chale bahut hai zulm ke dast bahana ju ke liye bahut hai zulm ke dast bahana ju ke liye dast bahana ju is authority which looks for excuses जो चंद अहले जुनों तेरे नाम लेवा हैं बने हैं अहले हवस मुद्दई भी मुनसब भी किसे वकील करें किससे मुनसफ़ी चाहें मगर गुजारने वालों के दिन गुजरते हैं तेरे फिराक में यूँ सुबह शाम करते हैं यूँ ही हमेशा उलझती रही है जुल्म से खल्क न उनकी रस्म नई है न अपनी रीत नई यूँ ही हमेशा खिलाए हैं हमने आग में फूल न उनकी हार नई है न अपनी जीत नई इसी सबब से फल का गिला नहीं करते तेरे फिराक में हम दिल बुरा नहीं करते घर आज तुझसे जुदा हैं तो कल बहम होंगे ये रात भर की जुदाई तो कोई बात नहीं घर औज पे घर आज औज पे है ताले रकीब तो क्या ये चार दिन की खुदाई तो कोई बात नहीं वेरी नाइस वेरी इंस्पायरिंग ऑल्सो हैं ये जीत भी नहीं नहीं बट बट या मनीषा यू वॉन्ट से स्पीकिंग ऑफ वट ही सेड आई थिंक इट वॉज I mean other than what he said just the way his face lights up in glee the bigotry is like dripping from rome rome se jawani aur bigotry tapak rahi hai yogi ji ke and also there is no jawani heroism everything <laughs> i mean there is no veil or veneer here it is it could allude to nothing but yeah. basically that It's... muslims are eating your ration yeah exactly ki abba jaan kehne wale log kha jaate it is not even ki abba jaan ke paas jata tha to you can say okay mulayam singh ke bare mein baat kare bade ho he is clearly one population you know your own people man people of your own state and look at the starvation deaths in uttar pradesh the number of just in 2021 uh 2022 december i think put out a thread of stories related to starvation deaths in uttar pradesh young girl died and there are not just uttar pradesh it's a reality of india and one of the primary reasons is lack of these public distribution systems like ration system reaching people who really need it and these are hindu people dying you know like but, sad to say that to distinguish between kids hindus and exactly, muslims who are dying it's, it's, of yeah, hunger but, it's, but it's, i mean it's a clear lie what are you even talking about no, but it's you know what i find and we've said this so often the way news media glossed over something so vile and disgusting i just find it hard harder and harder to maintain you know quote unquote cordial relations with some of these people no speaking of it i just wanted to ask you during the service did you get any personal messages of like solidarity from mainstream media guys like tv guys or since you know a lot of them <laughs> i've got a lot um many law firms actually people who are subscribers uh, who are work as lawyers they offered uh, i got there were so many texts but the the most fascinating ones that i found were that of our news laundry colleagues who were texting on the group on the phone that was in the hand of the guy who's doing it who all are there <laughs> are they still there i'm like dude okay suppose they are how am i supposed to say yes the phone is with them okay should we come to office should we stay away i'm like dude how can i answer the question like like when they went at night i really wanted to send a text to all these people including manisha pande what's happening in office should we come i only said what's happening it could be <laughs> I'm like, dude 
Then I said Ganpati Bappa Mohre also in case Amit Shah is reading it. You completely threw them off Manisha. By stealth. So we had we had such genius texts also coming in. The guy was looking at them. No, but I'm talking about like television personalities. You know your friends who we know who they are. No, none of them. None of them. None of them. But a lot of emails from subscribers. Really, really nice. In fact, one subscriber wrote a text. This message is from Abhinandan. In case someone else is holding it, fuck off. Please tell him I extend my love and support. How was I do it? So were they reading ones? By the way, when they had the phone, no, it's in a it's in a box. It's not like in their no, hand. No, it's, it was there. I couldn't read. It was in front of him. But so I was like, dude, that one hell of a. But one was uh, the, the. I hope that guy is abroad though. Or yeah, girl. he's abroad. He's oh. abroad. Great. <laughs> so, but there was uh, one that. Uh, yeah, I mean, there were, few, there were many that were very sweet and, and touching, but I just think that you know the. basic strength of something like news laundry is like you know these things have gone on to all our past investors but they have no role anymore right that was once we raised fund the strength of something like news laundry is what they're going to send an email to 30000 people <laughs> and ask what is that and also where are you who do you, where do you live where do you, you know that is the strength of this model and i think that is what we got to really capitalize on so yeah thank you all those of you who did support appreciate it and uh, we will continue to fight this uh, and we need your support we need your love that's all we need here yeah. letter time yes so anyone has anything to say before i go into the emails of the week no okay this email uh, is from a lady who doesn't want her name to be read regarding the power of bureaucracy i moved out of india when i turned 40 now that i look back maybe i took the decision unconsciously after an encounter with bureaucrats on facebook these were my schoolmates and i was venting about a bad experience i had with the police The kind of blowback I got left me flabbergasted. I had to decide whether I wanted to be subject to the whims of these pompous, self-serving group of people who had complete power over all aspects of my life. I realized how little agency I had as a citizen in my own country. Better to be a second-grade person in a first-world country than a first-grade citizen at a third-world country. At least their public servants respect taxpayers. Ouch! That's harsh. Ouch! Yeah. I think we should But get But yeah, are we citizens Harish. or are we subjects? <clears throat> yeah. That's I think that is an answer. I've by the way I'm halfway through Josie's book and dear god, I highly recommend it. It talks about exactly this. 4 million employees. There's a basically the army didn't stage a coup. No other militia staged a coup. The coup has been staged by the political class by using 4 million investigating agency employees all over the country as their person personal mafia. They have actually turned citizens into subjects and he's explained it so well with these i mean hats off to josie man really outstanding saurabh says hi news laundry i'm a big fan of your work keep it going and more power to you all i have two suggestions one can you please start discussing issues which might not be in the news currently but are of significant importance to the big chunk of population such as unemployment economy poor standard of education etc two while discussing an issue can you also invite a foreign expert or journalist who sees the same issue from an outsider's perspective we will saurabh uh, we'll call journalists and you know we do often call journalists we are discussing foreign affairs we you know call someone who's report from that region eco- economics we call someone but we restricted to journalists and not experts because we have a separate podcast for that which i know hasn't been as uh, as as uh, what's something regular frequent and regular which is let's talk about which is all about experts but yes uh, you'll be happy to know we have just made uh, a hire of someone who's going to be looking at the podcast aspect so we'll have a lot more of these expert driven podcasts so has says hi abhinandan this must be a really stressful week though i don't always agree with the opinions of news laundry i think it's extremely important to support news laundry as you're actually doing real journalism on a lighter note it's impressive that you upheld 
द एन एल अपना हफ्ता कभी नहीं छोड़ते स्लोगन अ डे आफ्टर द आई टी सर्वे वॉन्टेड टू कॉमेंट एक दिन पहले रिकॉर्ड हो गया था रिकॉर्ड हो चुका था बट फिर फिर भी होता वी रिकॉर्डेड ऑफ एंड ऑसम फॉलोइंग मंडे एंड आई केम टू ऑफिस ऑन सैटरडे मॉर्निंग टू गेट द प्लमिंग फिक्सड आफ्टर हैविंग स्लेप्ट थ्री आवर्स सो आई डिड वर्क हार्ड एंड एज आई एंड सी मेरे मेरा गुड लक इतना रॉटन है आई हैड कॉल्ड द यू नो द प्लम्बर एंड द मिस्त्री एंड ऑल सो आई थर्स वेरी बैर कॉल दम आई कॉन्ट कम टू डे बिकॉज आई हैड अ रेड एंड आई हैव गॉट होम एट लेट एंड आई हैव बिन टॉकिंग टू लॉयर्स सो आई लैंड अफ हेयर ऑन टाइम एंड इट वॉज पॉरिंग सो मच that we couldn't even go out and see the weather leak seepage is coming from so it was a wasted trip uh, wanted to comment on why regional parties don't do well nationally fully agree that a more successful regional party is unlikely to succeed nationally but i'm less bullish on aap mainly because aap like most parties is built on the popularity of arvind who is governing a tiny state if aap takes any other state say punjab then that leader automatically overshadows arvind so the interest of aap is somewhat against the interest of its main leader the leader has an incentive to not let it grow That's my theory. Maybe I'm more cynical or less informed as I don't live in Delhi. Would like to hear your thoughts. By the way, TMC will hit the same problem if they go beyond Tripura to states like UP. The other point about US government versus Indian government, it's the institutions that are stronger in the US. Power is so diffuse that even Trump after trying to trying his best with the GOP's help and a friendly Supreme Court couldn't override the election. It's tough to imagine the system could withstand such an assault if the same thing happened in India. Thanks Sohas um I agree with most points you're making I disagree on the AAP aspect but yeah the rest I agree On AAP I think they will make sure that the CMs are uh, they won't select mass leaders like Arvind they'll try and find someone who Arvind can kind of the BJP overshadow. model basically the BJP yeah, model yeah, yeah. basically the... a pup, not a puppet CM but a CM less popular and a CM who's beholden to the fact that Arvind is the face and I can't Uh, which is why all this thing is happening no abhi bhagwant man's fraction getting angry that he's not getting elected by the way guys uh, to email us we would prefer if you use the link that is provided which is in the show notes of this podcast we have a separate page for emails and subscriber feedback it's easier than going through all the emails that we get if you just have a general email you want to say something to me you can write mail me at abhinandansekri at gmail.com otherwise we have a link which is www.newslaundry.com/podcast-letters that's a dash the link to that is below so that has an autofill option of you know which podcast you want to send the mail for it restricts you to the word count that we like so just use that it's just easier for our producer and everybody else so this email is from bhavesh he says hi nl team This is getting very disappointing. I start to wonder why my letters on Hafta are being ignored. So, Bhavish, we discussed on the on email, they weren't being ignored. Like you realize, they just weren't hitting our inbox. But sure, now uh, I've got it in my inbox. So, do send us an email with your feedback questions, and it will be included uh, this next time. So, this time, Bhavish has just asked us to confirm that we are getting his email, so we can take his feedback. So, Bhavish, yes, we are. Send your feedback. Put it on that link, like I said, that is also provided in the show notes. But you can also mail me at abhinandansekri at gmail dot com. This email is from Kapil Sharma, not the one of Kapil Comedy Nights. I'm guessing, could be. We have celebrities who subscribe to us, no? Yeah, but they won't ask questions like this. <laughs> hi, Kapil says hi. All I've been waiting for the analysis of who owns your media that I believe you have planned. I asked because ever since I found out that Lalan Top is at least partly owned by the India Today Group, I can't imagine it being honest. they have taken quite a centrist take on farmers protest often forgetting how the bills were passed 
I know someone at Lalantop did a great documentary about the protest, but that was it. I think it was part of keeping the unbiased mask. I write this in Hafta because Manisha seemed quite impressed with their UP election coverage. I can't believe the people who bring us Aaj Tak will allow anyone to bring me honest reports. I'm asking you guys because it's my subject. It's not my subject and it is yours. Kapil, um, I think it's wholly owned by Network, uh, India Today. Yeah, it is wholly it's owned by India Today. It's a living media Internet. enterprise. Yeah, it is wholly owned by them. No, I don't think there's a mask that they have on. Of course, they operate within the mainstream media. I mean, they're not going to maybe do stuff that may really embarrass the government. But I think, I mean, it's also a different kind of a news portal. It's very ground report driven. It's very opinion analysis. And I think they're pretty balanced in most of the stuff they do. I, haven't, I don't know what specific thing you're talking about in terms of farm laws. But they're also not anti-government. Like, it's not a channel where you go and you will find Saurabh just bashing Modi endlessly. But he's he would never driven, do that. But, I, I but think, he will not even praise Modi endlessly. He's a very, like, he goes on the ground and really senses what's happening. But I think there's a big difference in if Lalan Top was not owned by India Today... Because I think I've said this before. I think Saurabh is one of the finest journalists in the country. Yeah, by I far. Think, uh, I and mean, Hindi language by far. Yeah, his understanding, He's, his insight, his his knowledge, his wisdom is, I think, outstanding. It's it's in a different level. Also, what he you are calling centrist, I think it's a non-committing, a non-committance to any kind of ideology, which I really like. I really trust that reporter who's not. I can't place him ideologically. I think yeah. he goes and he also, he goes I, with the story. Like, too many instances of. A one uh, media group owning very diverse like properties, like, yes, yeah, like yeah. ABP News and Telegraph. Yeah, so I, I do think they do good stuff. But the one thing I will say, Kapil, is that there is a difference in how an organization will be run if he was not part of the Indiate group, and he is. I mean, that's all I'll say. I mean, I'm not saying what kind of effect it would be. I mean, it could be subtle, it could be not subtle, but it's not the same. If I tomorrow were to sell news laundry to Vinit Jain. He said, "Chalao, jaise chalana hai." But when I know ki, bhai, kya kya chalana hai, mera, I'm owned by that person. I will. So I, I think it, it happens. It even if you don't want it. That's in fact the most insidious form of censorship, which is that I mean, self censorship in a way that you know what is expected of you, and you just like hold to those norms or standards or whatever. And I look to them especially for the election reporting. I honestly think they're by far the best when it comes to reporting on elections. It's like when you're connected to someone, yeah, you recuse. Like for example, even judges and some of them are very honest judges. When they get a case that they are involved in some connection, family connection, some other connection, they step back. I mean, they may have a view, but they're not going to express it. Yeah. Unlike a certain chief justice who sat in on his own case. On, mm. in, he sat on judgment the, on his own case. He's now a certain Rajya Sabha member. Yeah. <laughs> That's legend. Okay, this one line email from Anonymous Kumar. Love wow, Chintan's, what a name. Love Chintan's piece on <laughs> Ujjwala scheme. Thank you so much. Great, thank you. Thanks. Anonymous, see, this is, it is people like you who can support journalism and articles and reports because we don't have to depend on advertisers. Then uh, B says, B's full name isn't here. Hello, love your platform. I'm a subscriber for four or five years. I was on the Liberator subscription while it lasted and now I'm on the basic one. I was wondering what do I need to do to get a beta version of your app and a private feed for Hafta so that I'm able to listen to it from my podcast player. I understand you have some long-term vision, but if I upgrade my membership, will I be able to use these features today? Well, if you upgrade your subscription to Game Changer, you'll be able to use that podcast link. Link you'll be able to the use. The RSS feed. But uh, when it comes to the app beta version, uh, no, that is only for those who have actually contributed to that. But the beta version is just to get their feedback. I mean, we'll be, it's not like it'll be only be related to those people for like months. 
it's just going to be two, three weeks and we can just tweak based on feedback because in any case, app tweaks work best on feedback of people who are actually going to use it. So the idea of giving it to those people who contributed is it's a closed group of subscribers. They can tweak it one week, two weeks, give us feedback. Whatever we can fix, there we fix and the rest we keep fixing. And then your feedback will keep coming. So it's not like that app is not going to be available to everybody. It'll be available to all subscribers. Then Keith Ribello says, I'm writing in after the survey conducted by the IT department. Hopefully the unintentional free press that you received increased your subscription numbers. Happy to hear of Mehraj's international sojourn, but will surely miss his insights on the show. I recently visited the US Holocaust Museum in DC and remembered what Abhinandan said regarding the purpose of a memorial. This museum is spread across four floors with events leading up to the Holocaust and the actual horrors told in the most emotive and respectful manner. On the ground floor is the Hall of Remembrance, a large space intentionally sparse, allowing for people to sit in quiet reflection. I agree that the Jallianwala Bagh renovation missed an opportunity to offer the same to our people. I'm sure though that any understated aesthetic that would have been planned was overruled in favour of the most sensory overloaded design. Anyway, as always, love the work you do. Best wishes for the rest of the year. Thanks. Thanks so much, Keith. Ashu says, heard about the IT raids. Well, Ashu, they were not technically raids, they were surveys. Keep up the good work and I promise I will upgrade to Game Changer subscription within three months. No need to read it in the podcast. Oh, too late, I've read it. <laughs> but thanks so much, Ashu. Really appreciate your your uh, support, man. It's it's just, it's I, I can't tell you actually how encouraging it is, all those mails and texts that we get. Geetika says, thanks for reading the, and answering my last Hafta letter. This is my second letter to previous week's Hafta. Jallianwala Bagh renovation. Sorry to say, I don't agree with Manisha on this. A somber place shouldn't be converted into a music and dance show. Not no, sure if you have music dance. not sure if you have visited Cargill Memorial. I did. No one does any show there, and the army men tell the story. The army men tells the story, and we always have goosebumps. Charcha guest Hridesh had stated it with such clarity. So yes, I'm strictly against renovation. It should be restored. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want song and dance there, but what I said was sound and light shows can also be educative. I mean, they can be used to educate people about a specific. Uh, place so I don't see it as entertainment per se I don't think having a sound and light show necessarily means entertainment sound and light is mostly educative yeah uh, so like, like the one in uh, Jaipur also I mean I've seen them so if you have Very something educative. that wants to bring alive that night uh, sorry and that Red morning of Jalia, pretty educative uh, it's fine maybe not at the memorial but maybe at some place nearby where you can tell you know have a sound and light show for children to you know, make them understand what really happened yeah, there. Yeah, of course, the problem is who's doing the educating. For example, I mean, that was several years ago. I went to that light and sound show at the old fort. The history they tell you, I mean, that's, I mean, that's like, I don't know, embarrassing. Mm. Uh, I mean, that's the only word I have. It's like the pop pop history you read from WhatsApp and Google and this and that. No, I, I, I liked uh, the history as told in uh, at Red Fort. That one I haven't been it to. It was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, the Red Fort uh, I've seen it. That's quite good. Uh, but that's really like historic. Amitabh Bachchan, no? Is it that, no, isn't no it when I saw it, there was no Amitabh Bachchan. I saw Amitabh Bachchan is in Jaipur. That uh, fort, I'm forgetting the name. But this, that uh, was Ajuba. Most useless one I've Ajuba, seen was in Kajarao. Ajuba, Ajuba, Ka Art. You're talking about the movie Shashi Kapoor? <laughs> where he's fighting Rakshasas and all. The, the, the worst by far is the Udaipur. I mean, every single thing is Rana Pratap. Every single thing from the name of the places to the statues is to the a, museums. Is a light show there? There is a sound kind of a show. There's this one place, I don't know if it's a museum kind of a thing, where he was or whatever. So there are like these statues and horses and stuff. Horses like a late motif throughout. And there's this, 
surrounding sound which tells you the history i mean anybody who has had even a basic Mewa. idea of history is just like offended by that i believe there's one in uh, amer fort i haven't seen it though i believe i haven't seen amer amer fort is gorgeous though i've seen it somewhere hmm. like, i've i've that's the fort i'm talking about amer fort this renovation this is uh, where you have amitabh bachchan i see okay that's this renovation thing but it's a, it's a it's beyond just memorials even like monuments and stuff several places if you go they have just like whitewashed the old buildings hmm. no I, but mm, daliyawalabad specifically it's not just a question of aesthetic it's just a question of some basic understanding of what what yeah, happened there something very dark went down there so you have to have i guess and I finally guess right, yeah. this is uh, the email from bhavesh because uh, mehraj wasn't the last time we didn't include it so mehraj is at this time because the question is to mehraj dnl team i'm long time subscriber and supporter of the news laundry news model it is often observed that whenever there is a critical opinion on islam or islamic traditions mehraj comes with context based explanations i have no doubt he is perhaps the most eligible to comment on issues related to islam among the usual nl panel but i think his mind blocks his otherwise very sharp intellect when he tries to defend those verses in the last hafta i will explain why i was born and raised in an ecosystem where i get to chat with many scholars of ancient hindu scriptures with them i have often argued about a few problematic verses in manusmriti and ramcharitmanas about shudras and women believe me every time i find some problematic text they have a very specific context based genuine argument in favor of why it was written the, and the way it is so when mehraj argues that in the quran text there is a specific purpose and context which i don't doubt it is the interpreters and followers who misuse it isn't it the case with pretty much all religious text majority of hindus have never read manusmriti in their life but few problems are ingrained in our culture because of few things were written that way similarly one cannot easily dismiss that in the text in quran has nothing to do with some problems in islamic culture my word count went beyond 200 anyway you've written another letter again it's your it will go beyond 300 so i'll just put the basic gist of it wanted to share my annoyance with the cruelty index of taliban i must have sounded reasonable in mehraj's head when he argued taliban don't do sexual assaults while they can still beat her to death with stones but outside it sounded cringe worthy and i felt same level of annoyance when alt news spent donors money in fact finding the time stamp of talibani videos is there any need to find nuances and objectivity in how the taliban should be criticized but this we discussed at length last episode on the time stamps the taliban uh, cruelty against women that they do take vibes they do take yeah, women forcibly yeah we did yeah we got and there that. was a rape case there also there was a rape case correct yeah. we, so, we, we basically so there were a lot of uh, reports that were sent by subscribers yeah. but yeah mehraj so there was one there. report which, which i saw the amnesty or human rights report when that's yeah. been that, kind of there's no evidence of that so was, that's what i'm saying no, but yeah. other than that there was some other uh, reporter uh, so hasani no, had pointed reports where they take women out. so what they do is they'll forcibly get married to so which women. is rape which which so which is young rape. kids so, so that's the thing no there's no evidence of that is what i'm saying no no this is, is rough reported there is pieces. evidence from ground reports i mean ground i will report. take no, the husband's word talking, for it yeah that's fine she said, anyways she said so on that's ground a, reports she had spoken to people on hmm. the ground who were reporting on taliban hmm. bit but so yeah no, I mean, and also there are ground there. reports which speak of women so anyway about this i'm sure there's confirmation bias i don't like disagree with that yeah. but objectivity, what i'm saying is objectivity is only a god's <laughs> attribute yeah so if yeah but when you're talking about say you're saying this uh, when i say i mean this is the exact same thing that he has also said that when you interpret a text it gives you a different meaning and how you interpret a text is there's a framework you interpret it in right if you read the translations and the like the commentaries on quran from before the 19th century the framework is mostly the if it's like the ahli hadith like sort of the ahli hadith kind of a 
like uh, if you if the commentator has that view it'll be almost That's a school in, of islamic yes, thought yes if okay. it'll entirely be based on uh, say imami taimiyah's stuff right if it's on the other side you will have imami ghazali's framework after and the, they'll all be significantly different from each other oh completely different almost okay. so but when you come to the 19th century 20th century you have maududi's uh, framework of islamism or whatever and um, shah waliullah dahlvi's framework so that that is completely different then if you come to hamidullah farahi's framework and you interpret the quran through that framework it's completely different but that's i mean you can do that with any book any text i i think that is what his point is that depending on who you talk to on who you speak with reg- regarding any scripture yes and you will get a an explanation based on the context of that person's learning or understanding and of it and that's also decided by like as like time progress for example i mean it's often said for example in the quran when it describes how the universe began it says it was all smoke for a person in like 7th century or 10th century and 12th century that would have been very hard to understand but if you were trying to interpret that verse now you would say oh that's big bang is that really was is that how it was described is it the big bang or not but you have that external knowledge which you can use to describe that that happens even in like philosophical questions that happens in scientific questions that happens in social questions the point is when you have this verse what exactly is specifically wrong about that not about the interpretation this verse you read it like without these but there is no such frameworks. thing as a without interpretation right what i'm saying is what is wrong that that claim can only be made on math what is wrong with this sum 2 plus 2 equals 5 now doesn't matter who's interpreting it but what is wrong with this verse cannot be stripped of the interpretation because the interpretation will decide whether it's wrong it, or not it, precisely but then if you have multiple interpretations you have to take all of those into account sure absolutely yeah that that i get so that is so, the thing so when i say for example i mean if uh, say the maududi school has interpreted this way i am saying there's another school which has interpreted it this way that's also there right so that doesn't mean only that one is right because i mean that serves whatever your agenda or your bias or whatever that right. is the whole point and i'm not saying i mean this is the right thing what i'm saying is the right thing i'm saying there's an alternative interpretation and that's the context for this i hope that uh, answers your question although there wasn't a question but i hope that that takes care of what you had mailed us uh, thank you so much for your support for your critique criticism and feedback really appreciate it so um we will end with a song but before that we have to get some recommendations but before that jeshri you have been quiet for too long please tell us something hmm? say What? something to prove you're still there you've been quiet for too long we've been hogging the conversation here yeah, i think she has made recommendations when plans to return from his international <laughs> sojourn i think that's way more important i am just bracing for the pushback i'm going to get from many subscribers saying that it is very sexist of me to say are chara mema shema daru sharu I realized in the 2021 that's not an that's that was a normal greeting for Did you for, say that? What does yeah. it mean? He just repeated it again. No, no, but did he say <laughs> it was, first? That was a normal greeting the moment anyone had a visa stamped to go abroad from Punjab. Chara mema shema daru chara. What now of course. What is what does it mean? Mema is women and alcohol. Two things. Well no, it doesn't just mean Could... any women. Mema means foreign women. Foreign women, blondies <laughs> and scotch. God it sounds even worse. <laughs> 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 yeah manisha always makes a perfectly reasonable thing sound worse so let's get the recommendations raman sir you want to go first i saw a movie good night and good luck this is uh, i've heard about this i believe it's beautiful amazing beautiful movie it's been recommended to me long this ago this is which one is it good night and oh, good, good night luck. and good oh i have watched yeah, it, it like 10 made, times it was made made in 2005 directed by george clooney and uh, this is about uh, you know in the 50s when if you are a communist in america 
you are just going to lose your job okay so 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 this uh, i i think it's a biopic uh, there's edward r murro uh, who was uh, the anchor at cbs television so he took on a senator who used to call all commies uh, you know communists uh, the criminals so it's a fight between the two so that makes the story very interesting and it of course uh, tells us you know what was happening in america uh, uh, during 50s a beautiful movie uh, and uh, i think i will recommend it for all the at least journalists yeah they must watch it senator mccarthy uh-huh. so the i think the best part i like about it is when they do that show and the next day they wait uh, wait for that newspaper review in right. the new york times <laughs> and that review is There's written so beautifully the time review yeah. and the person and another uh, i'm really sorry if uh, there is another story i wanted to recommend but i'm not able to locate it mm-hmm. uh, this was uh, if you must have read it in the indian express last sunday the story of the the last rebel in afghanistan yes. the tazik yes yes ha. that is amazing that's an amazing that. story we'll get uh, the link if, if you can that. please get the link so that's the, uh, no i read that ha it's that a very beautiful good. story i wanted I, i was not able to locate uh, it came last sunday Last right. Sunday in Express. <coughs> well, let's come to Jayshree first. Jayshree, your recommendation? Mm, I just have one recommendation. Uh, I'm returning to a book on polar expeditions. It's called uh, Madhouse at the End of the Earth: The Belgica's Journey into the Dark Antarctic Night by Julian Sankton. I thought it was fascinating only because it's a tiny country, Belgium, which is planning to enter the great race to conquer the South Pole. It's against Uh, veterans like Great Britain and so on, but of course the entire expedition is doomed to failure, as most of these expeditions are. So, it's a great read. Manisha, <laughs> I absolutely did very useless things this weekend, so I have nothing of intelligence to offer. That's okay. Last, <laughs> last, uh, last recommendations were good, so so I'll just carry on. No, but I I just started watching. You are s- telling us your last recommendations were good. Are you yeah, told- please go back to my last. Achha, In case she's... you missed it, no. So billions a show on Netflix. It's a very uh, masala show on the rich, the one percent of America, and the U.S. Attorney General trying to fight corruption. Yeah, it's just a really brain dead show, but I really like it. I mean, it's just about rich corporate America, and you know, so it's sometimes fun. you want to watch yeah. brainless shows only. So, yeah, I think billions on Netflix is a good show. Watch it. So uh, two recommendations one is uh, on this website called responsible statecraft and it's a 911 like reflection piece it's called day of reckoning for the media handmaidens of war it explains how the pretty much the all of the united states media and media elsewhere in the western world basically sh- basically shelled for the war sold the war to the population and how over the years they used propaganda to just like keep going and going and going at it and the f- other uh, this thing is other recommendation is a washington post piece which was published very recently he spent his adult life helping us soldiers now he is desperately fleeing afghanistan and I, why i'm uh, recommending this is 20 years later this is a typical example of the propaganda that the other piece talks about the media propaganda so this uh, piece is about this afghan paramilitary officer colonel iqbal mm-hmm. who was head of this uh, paramilitary unit that worked with the cia called 03 unit 003 unit 
and it talks about uh, how he was fighting the Taliban, how he was holed up at the Kandahar Air Base, and how he went on a plane, came back to take his troops back to safety and all that. It's like a out of a Hollywood movie. What it doesn't mention anywhere is that these units, these they're called zero units, zero three zero one. They are paramilitary units. They have been accused of the most egregious war crimes, human rights abuses over the last 20 years. There's absolutely no mention of that. So the last man standing in Afghanistan is Amrullah Saleh. He was the vice president. And when the president hmm. fled, he said, I'm the acting, yeah, I'm vice the president. acting president. Right now, just now, and he has been celebrated all over the media as hmm. this great resistance fighter. Right now, hmm. the Taliban went into his uh, Kabul mansion, found $6.5 million in cash and gold bricks like all spread all over and that is what he had left behind no it is not that's what he had left behind yeah you can't be for sure i as an investigator i tell you i mean i will not buy your word i will not buy anybody or talibans but that, so, so that's the thing so they have found this in every single no but they have found this in every single this thing in yeah, I mean, politics, there is, this thing, there's no this doubt. Thing. I mean, politics, there is very... So, uh, what I'm saying is, in the other piece corrupt. also, when you're Why talking about people, we should talk Some about the people as they are. Amrullah Saleh is a politician. He has his interests, he has done things, whatever. He is not suddenly, because he's now fighting Taliban, he's like elevated into some kind of an angel. Same but that thing is true for everyone. Around. In yeah, Afghanistan, there are no perfect heroes. Exactly. So, that's, that's what I'm saying about the propaganda. So, these people are suddenly turned into but, angels. But, yeah, but, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't think... Any, uh, I mean, I don't know about other pieces, but many pieces, most stories are about specific battles, specific instances, specific episodes. And they demonstrate certain aspects about specific people or organizations, etc. Like, for example, if someone were to write a story about how the RSS worked when Kurukshetra, of course, now, which is DLF, after partition and how they worked to feed the people, that isn't an untrue story. But it doesn't tell the full story of RSS. Precisely, Similarly, yes. if someone were to talk about what happened in Delhi, or what happened, forget Delhi, 1992, you know, during the Babri demolition, that is also true and accurate, but it is not the, you know, the, the ultimate profile of the RSS. If someone is doing a profile of the RSS in a context of an organization, like our podcast, which is going to be, by the way, it hasn't come up right now because it's turned out to be a pretty four-part podcast. It's going to be like three hours, three, four hours. That is an all-encompassing thing, trying to give as complete a picture as possible. That's precisely my point. So when you suddenly have these people, there are these glowering profiles that these are the great warriors, these are the great people. Which is uh, people. true, correct. So that is what I was talking about when, it, when I'm talking about the propaganda. So if you are only reading this, Amrullah Saleh, the great man standing, there were similar profiles about Rashid Dostam until like it turned out who he was. Hmm. Not the other stuff. And yeah, on the other side, you're only, only saying... I mean, which is fair also, like you said, barbarity, this, which they are. But then this whole thing that you make one an but angel, one certain, a devil. But again, I think all conversations happen in a context. Like, for example, if someone were to do the story of the RSS's work during the partition and Bhuj earthquake, during the Babri demolition, it may be an accurate story, but it's not relevant right now. Exactly. So, you know, at a time when the Taliban is such a threat, I think, I mean... I, I won't say there's no space for nuance. I mean, I, I disagree with that. There is always space for nuance, no matter what we're talking about. But what story comes out when is very context-specific and, and what is happening at the Precisely. time. Precisely. And the point. context in this case is these people are being turned into angels because nobody likes the Taliban, basically. Right. So which is the... Well, which obviously, is where... I've read a lot 
and i've seen a lot of there's documentaries so it doesn't paint things. afghan forces as great like we know what the problems there were no there not is, the forces wonderful no, no, the, the, the politicians i think the politicians no even are, politicians i mean hmm. how it's a kleptocracy how you know yeah, there's the, the kind like of yeah but island I, of I, uh, i mean most of the stuff that i read was all about the president who was so corrupt and you know everyone's bashing him but i think some of the smaller players were not bashed as no, much no there is there's been great reportage even the washington post itself they posted those afghanistan doc, uh, like those papers yeah. So yeah there's been great but yeah so, there's been this side also that's what so i'm saying i have three recommendations this week uh one is uh, it's a four part documentary series and i watched it on uh, france 24 which i think is a free to air channel which everyone should actually subscribe to it's called september 11th 20 years of chaos it's by a journalist called antoine mariotti i think that's how he pronounce it it is amazing i mean they he has interviews with like the primary advisor to Powell Thanos ka naam what is Powell's first name Simon Colin Powell Colin Colin Powell who Simon Powell there's no one called Simon Powell Simon okay. Cowell is a Oh it's a Simon Cowell he's the it's a judge sorry I'm confused yeah yeah so he's got interviews with that guy he, like he's saying that they should all be tried as war criminals he says so should you then he says yes but only I'm agree, I I agree to be tried as a war criminal because of the decisions we took but only after Bush Cheney and Powell I should not be the first I mean they've got interviews with Armitage Armigate whatever that guy's name is Richard that Armitage ha uh, Armitage they've got interviews with the who's who of that that uh, amazing four part series i highly recommend it in fact i've linked it to my social media also second recommendation i have is um, this is your brain on drug ads it's a very interesting podcast on how ads for medicines were allowed in the us because you know you can most of you can't advertise for medicine come have this medicine because it's for doctors to prescribe prescription medicine should be advertised the story of how it actually made it like what were the loopholes it's very interesting interesting so the only ads we see of are cough syrups and all now no yeah. like uh, crocin prescription uh, I mean, drugs but even in india they've started in india, founding you... interesting ways that issued in public interest like they'll have some emotional but ad about general the only ones you see are also crocin and like like for your hmm. cough cold kind yeah. of thing not well, prescription also flu. that yeah ayurvedic stuff to rub on your ah, knees okay, and yeah, yeah elbows and joints yeah prescription drugs uh, and the third recommendation i have is for maharaj daru sharu mama on that dot thank you all <laughs> i know we should have also for modi ji's birthday Huh? No, actually, the song I was song. saying is we we will Achha, not. I thought song is. We will him. not have a song. We will recommend a song also for him. It is like I said when we were in school, we'd sing a song without understanding what it meant. We will sing that for both two people who are so alike that I can often not tell them apart. Narendra Modi because his birthday, and Miraj because his last hafta for six months. <laughs> so his birthday, and it's a goodbye song to you. Cause they're too jolly good fellows. They're too jolly good fellows. They're too jolly good fellows. You need rest. You've had a hard weekend. Sasse yala fas. I don't know. Sasse yala fas. I don't know how I feel about that, but yeah, thank you. Mera should never return now. So thank you all. Do remember to subscribe. Yeah, and this hafta is free. It is not behind the paywall. Share it far. Share it with all the people you can. So do spread this as far and wide as possible. Pay to keep news free, because when the public pays, the public is served. Let's remain independent. Let's keep this institution intact. Intact journalism can survive. Politicians, we will see what they do with the country. Journalists, they can thrive with your support. Goodbye. Good luck. Have a good week.
all the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 